just like lunch in a picnic basket, you can take your learning on the go. It's time for the Podcast PD Picnic. Hmm, what's in here today? Okay, we are back for another podcast picnic. We're excited to have another episode, and I think uh, many of our listeners have heard a few different topics, and today we're going to talk about some AR and VR and education, where that comes from, uh, how it fits, how it fits in with like ISTE standards, student creation, different things like that. And uh, I have Stephanie Donnell from Bertrand Community Schools with me today to share some of this information. And I think she's a perfect person to share what she has done. She's done some amazing things uh, with her school. She shares that stuff across Nebraska. And she's just my go-to when it comes to getting started, moving forward, and just anything with AR, VR. She recently returned from... ISTE with me, but she had an amazing opportunity to showcase some AR, VR, and MR at a poster fest in ISTE, and I think that was a huge success. So, Stephanie, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll kind of move into where you're at and what you're doing with AR, VR in your school. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Heather, for having me. Um, Like Heather said, my name is Stephanie Donnell, and I am the school librarian and tech integration specialist for Bertrand Community Schools. And... um, I have been there for, I just finished my fifth year. So Awesome. Awesome. So when we, we'll just kind of dive right into AR, VR, because we don't have a whole lot of time. We want to make sure we uh, maximize the information and be cognizant of the, the listeners and the time that they're spending. So when we talk AR and VR, some people may or may not know exactly what it is. Sometimes it gets associated with gaming and, and those types of online things. But can you share a little bit? Uh, of an explanation for our listeners? Yes. Um, Augmented reality um, adds digital elements to your current real-world environment by using a smartphone or a mobile device. Um, Some examples of AR that you may know already include Snapchat lenses, and maybe you've played the game Pokemon Go, but some of you may actually be playing the new game, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. All of those use augmented reality that you can utilize and to interact with the world around you. Um, Some of the ways that we have used AR in the classroom and the library, um, every year I have my students bring a pumpkin of their favorite book character. And I always take a picture and I create a book in the library for them and then they can check it out. I decided I wanted to try something different and how can I make it more engaging? So I chose to add an AR element to it. And what the kids, how we make that work is the kids um, create their pumpkin at home. The parents will record a short video of the students talking about why they chose that character, um, how they created it, any other fun story about it. They would send that to me. And when the students came to the library with their pumpkin, I'd take a picture of that. Well, then I had to use the app HP Reveal. It was formerly called Erasma. um, So it's a free app, and all you have to do is create an account. And once I'm signed in, I upload the video and upload the image, and I connect those two. 
then when I have the book out in front of me on my desk, I can use the app. I hover over an image of one of my students and a video of that student just magically appears and you could hear them talking about their pumpkin experience. And then you take that app, hover it over another image, and another video would come out. It was pretty amazing to see the kids' um, reaction to it and just kind of proud. And, you know, that book is checked out a lot in the library. That sounds really awesome. So it's not just for the kids. Did you have visitors coming in and experiencing that? You have so much technology available. Did you have like iPads with the app loaded or tutorials for visitors to come in? Yes. In the back of the book, it has a tutorial how to use it. So if they do take it home, you know, they can download the app. It gives them all the steps. And so then they could interact with that book. Um, another awesome. way we, we've used that app is to create um, bulletin boards. And so, you know, you have your bulletin board in the hallway, but you can just upload that image into HP Reveal and you can have a, you can tie it to a YouTube video or maybe it's a screencast of you talking about that topic. And, you know, if they take that app, hover it over, then that um, content will just pop out. And so they could interact with the bulletin board. We've also used it to make flashcards. You know, if you're trying to learn some complex content or just vocabulary, it was just a different way to learn information. So that is a free app, HP Reveal. I highly recommend it. It's easy to use and you can do countless things with it. Awesome. When you said flashcards, I had seen the, is it AR Alphabet, I think? Yes. It's yes. been a while since I've used that one, but I remember downloading that and printing off those flashcards. And that was a really cool one just for uh, bringing that AR element into just the alphabet, identifying letters of the alphabet, connecting it to an animal or an object or something. So lots of cool things there. I never, I don't always think of that. But as you mentioned that, I thought, yep, we did that a little bit of that a couple of years ago. You know, and just even going into the app store and just searching for augmented or AR or augmented reality apps, you know, there's a lot of different ones that are always coming out. So um, be sure to check there for other resources. Cool. Um, moving on with another question I think is important to share is when you, why was like AR, VR, why was that something you wanted to bring to your school you have done so much so thinking back in the beginning when you first started doing this what were some reasons why you felt like you wanted to bring it to your school i remember the first time i saw ar and vr was with leslie fisher at the nita conference and actually i think she was showing erasma which is hp reveal and so my wheels were starting to turn i was like oh if it was exciting for me i'm just thinking it'd be exciting for other kids to learn and so mm -hmm. I'm always trying to find new ways to um, just hook those kids in and, buy, and get them excited about learning. And I just knew that AR and VR was a way to do that. And then, you know, just over, gosh, I've been doing AR, VR, or AR at least for six to seven years now. And VR is about the last three years. And there are just countless ways for students to interact and learn content and it's not going away. So I've embraced it and we're running forward and uh, just trying new things. 
Yes. And I feel like we have conversations, you and I have conversations about this all the time. And like I mentioned before, you're like my wealth of knowledge of stuff that you've tried to implement and you, you strive to implement more and more. And we just have these conversations. And one of the questions that I've asked you already, and I think it's important to share with our listeners is it's can be costly. Like when you talk about things like Google expeditions, for example, and, and that piece, sometimes people get discouraged because it's not possible because you have to have so much funding. What do you suggest for those wanting to get started with implementing? Um, You know, like you said, it is costly. And I knew that I did not have that in my budget and I knew that grants were available but it's a lot of work to do it. You know, you have to come up with your topic and, and I always research and uh, just really make it clear of what the students will gain by using that. And so I've really gone to grant writing to fund a lot of my things. I know I didn't touch on VR yet, but we, did, we do have a full set of headsets and cell phones for our teachers to check out. And that was fully funded from our community foundation, the county foundation, and a couple of other groups um, that were in Phelps County. And so if you are looking for funding, be sure to look at your school foundation, your town foundation, or your counties. There are money available that's ready and people are willing to give, especially to help students and the school. I would definitely agree. I took your advice with the grant funding and was able to submit one to our community foundation and receive a nice amount. Just fine. I actually just found out last week. So I would second that the grant writing, reach out locally to people in your community and see what's out there. I know some Best Buy has grants, the community foundations have grants and other things as well. So that's a very good suggestion. Um, Moving forward, what would you say your biggest success is with AR VR? I have an idea just in conversations that we've had um, because your enthusiasm, just listening to you talk is so awesome. But what, what would you say your biggest success is so far? Besides sharing at ISTE, that was a huge success. That was awesome. That was a huge success. But I also think um, getting other teachers to utilize it you know, because I'm always modeling it in the library and in my library classes. And then the students t- go back to their teachers. Oh, Mrs. Donnell did this. You know, we should do this. And they were seeing the impact, you know, especially I think with virtual reality is probably where um, a lot of the success is right now. And so with virtual reality, we were able to take virtual field trips, you know, with our budget being cut and the time and all the Um, minutes our students are out for other activities going on a field trip isn't always possible and so I've had high school students take students to um, national parks Um, they've learned about um, the planets Uh, they've been to the moon they can take them to study careers or tour college campuses all without leaving their classroom and so this I have teachers now excited to use virtual reality and seeing how um, if they have their students do it, all the students are engaged during the whole process, you know, and you don't have a lot of activities in your classroom that you see that. 
And so seeing that student engagement is very powerful and you know that they are learning. So VR is one of my successes, but also I think we've been getting our feet wet with mixed reality. And mixed reality is a little bit different because it's the blending of the physical and the digital world where objects coexist and we can interact with them. So we, I wrote a grant again for the Microsoft HoloLenses. We have four of them. And I first saw them, oh, two years ago at a, just at a conference and I was just, it just stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, oh, I need one of these. And I just think that students would be able to learn because I having my own child in high school and in some of the sciences, that's not always an easy topic to learn. And by having a hollow lens on, it allows you to interact with content. So if you're studying anatomy, you know, you can, you can have a heart as a hologram and you can walk around it, you can walk through it, you can see the chambers, you can see the blood flow, and, it's, and then you see the environment around you. So you're not totally immersed, but you're interacting with it. And our kids are really having success using the HoloLens this past year in our classroom. Um, I know, Heather, I've kind of shared with you about how you know, we're not always wanting to consume content. I want my kids to create content. Mm -hmm. And we are starting to do that with the HoloLens. And with that, I've been um, working with our art teacher, Scott Schwartz. And he has his students create designs in a 3D app called Morphe. And then we take that 3D file and put it inside the HoloLens. And we can blow it up and and tilt it or shape it in any way. And then we can walk around it and we can really evaluate the design and see if it needs to be modified or changed before it goes to the 3D printer. And I wish I could sh share with everybody listening out there how the students reacted when they saw their design in front of them and they are walking through it or around it. I mean, it just empowered the students to become more engaged in their learning and always wanting to do more. Kind of a different type of feedback. Yes. A different way of looking at your project because you're critiquing your own, but it's not necessarily a critique because you're striving to be better and you can see with your own eyes where things could be changed. Yeah. And another cool thing that we worked with our shop teacher, Bill Ford, he had students create a house design in a CAD drawing um, chief architect. And then we exported that file and we thought, oh, let's put it in the HoloLens. I wonder if we can walk through that design. So we went to the gym and we blew it, to, blew it up to full scale and we walked inside that student's design. We could see the kitchen, the dining room, you know, the bedroom, the bathroom, and all the details, like a coffee pot on the counter. And the kids were blown away by that. It was, it's that's, just amazing. That's really cool. Really cool. Uh, and I've seen some of those videos. I, I will hopefully, after the listeners listen to this uh, on our website, maybe we can put some links to some of those videos that I know you've shared with me to showcase some of those projects just so they can see um, if you, so if you have links to those, just send those over and we can post those, uh, on the website there. 
do so that. you've done some really cool things and I know that we've had conversations a lot about, you know, where I want to go and where you're at, but what would be your goals moving forward? Just figuring out ways for kids to create content because like I said, it's from all the different conferences I've attended and even be, being at ISTE, you know, AR VR is not going away. And, you know, if kids are good at 3D design and they can, it's, it's not easy to do, you know, so if they're good at that, that could be a career path for them. Or maybe they're going into animation or architecture, you know, any of those fields. I just, I just really want kids to be able to create the content and share it out. And we're going to try this year to write an app for the HoloLens. I don't, that's a pretty high goal. I don't know if we can do it, but um, Bill and I will um, try our best and, and have the kids learn. We'll learn right beside them and see if we can get that done. That would be wonderful. You'll have to document that process throughout so everyone can see the learning and the growing and the, the changes, the challenges, all of that. Okay, so just before we close out, is there anything you want to add? I know you mentioned like at ISTE, that was definitely a hot, hot, hot topic. AR, VR, and education, Google Expeditions, all those things, and then just the creation. And I love your focus on creation because sometimes we look at AR, VR, and there's so much consumption going on, but there is a lot to be said about the creation piece too. So anything else you want to add before we close out? Um anybody can do this. And so, you know, just consuming it, you know, getting kids started would be a great way to start. And you don't have to have the VR headset and the cell phones to do it. You for virtual reality or AR, you can just use, have the students use their own cell phones. Or if you have iPads, you know, you can still go on a virtual field trip by using an iPad. So it doesn't have to be costly. And you can, if you start small, you know, it'll just build after that. Kids will get excited and you'll want to do more. Um, if anybody's interested, I am always available. You can contact me, you know, on, on any of the social media or email me or contact Heather. Um, I'd be glad to help anyone that's interested in getting started. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Stephanie. I definitely appreciate it. Um, and I can, I can speak for her comments about reaching out. Stephanie is always a good resource. Um, I've learned a lot from her with some of the things that I would like to try and do in my school district. She's got a lot to share. She's got some teachers doing some great things. And so definitely um, a hot topic in education and something that we wanted to highlight on the podcast picnic. So thank you for listening. Um, and check out the notes in the, on our website with further information and links um, that we might have mentioned throughout the show.